We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Are you crying? No. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. You think football is still fun? Uh, yes. Sir. Yes, no. No? Sir, sir uh, it was fun. Not anymore, though, is it? Is it? No, not by No, it's not fun anymore. Not even a little bit. Just look at that. He hit the fall. That gets a free steak. <laughs> you having fun yet? Oh, yeah. I'm having a blast. Thanks. Good. All right, welcome back to Big Screen Sports, the podcast where all movies are sports movies. I am your host, Kyle Banduho, and we are into December. We have wrapped Avenger November. Big thanks to everyone who tuned in for those episodes, and big thanks to the patrons who tuned in to the Captain America Winter Soldier live watch. Uh, That is something that I think we're going to start doing more of, maybe one a month, doing a live watch for the Patreon and then releasing it as an episode. So uh, if you want to support the show and you want to participate in those future live watches, uh, join the Patreon. I do want to shout out our Big Screen Sports Patreon group. That includes our producer, Big Chill Level patrons, Aaron Figueroa, Mike Schubert, Steve Rogers, Kevin Frost, Mike D, Ryan Yeager, Mike Drews, Chris Mikoski, John Craig, Sam Smith, Zach Rich, Class Saving Fire, Jason Alva, Stephen Bow, Dan McFall, Kevin Inkman, Mac Lindsay, Kurt Ritchie, Robert Dove, Andrew Teagle, Real One Balagoon, Jeff Esses, Anthony Scaffone, and Taylor Logan. Biggest thanks to them and all of the patrons for supporting the show. The patrons pick today's movie. We are opening up with a Christmas movie in December. We are doing National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, talking Chevy Chase, talking Cousin Eddie, talking Shitters Full, all that stuff. Uh, this one actually won in a, uh, a three-way tie for the patron movie. We might be doing one of the other tied movies next week. I will say because of the holidays, some personal life things going on that I'll clue people on in on later, this might be our last episode of the year. If not, it'll be next week. We'll take a break for Christmas. We'll do a best of for uh, New Year's and then and then get back in January with some new stuff. But uh, big thanks to everyone who's tuned into Big Screen Sports this year if this is the, the last intro of the year. Um, if it's not, I'll see you guys next week. And for now, let's talk Christmas Vacation with me and Caroline Darney. All right, joining me on tonight's episode of Big Screen Sports, she is the co-host of For the Water Cooler from Bet for the Win. It is Caroline Darney. Caroline, we have reached Christmas movie season. I have uh, made sure that I'm extra cozy tonight for the occasion. And you're in your Navy finest. My Navy finest. <laughs> your I have your a, submarine cozy. It's a it's a like blanket hoodie with pockets. So it says comfortable as it sounds folks 
I'm ready to talk about Christmas movies. <laughs> you never know what you'll need to put in pockets when recording a podcast. <laughs> well, <laughs> look, everything, everything should have pockets. This is like what my like, especially like pajama pants, like, and the men get pockets and everything. This is part of the, this is part of the patriarchy. Women need more pockets, and so anytime that there's something that has like this has like nice like really handy pockets to it, we're like I could put my phone in this if I need you to could. like downstairs, you know. And it's really annoying when we have like leggings or sweatpants that don't have pockets. Like what do what do we what do I do with all of my stuff? That's my tough. Family? Little bag of snacks. Just yeah, put them, where am I? Yeah. Where am I putting the tater tots if we're? <laughs> dynamite <laughs> so yeah pockets and everything folks caroline tell the folks what is going on at for the water cooler well we are actually on our if you did not have a chance yet to go listen to the sister act sister act 2 episode just super fun um that is up that was the last episode that we did to end season one so we have completed oh. our first season of the show we're gonna be coming back in the new year don't worry uh unless someone tells us something in the meantime uh, but we are coming back in the new year uh super excited to launch season two uh but with holiday and like travel and like different things we're taking a quick little quick little break we're gonna you know figure out some fun new things to bring out in the new year um organize some guests etc cetera, etc cetera. but uh until then you can go to for the win and check out all of these sports and pop culture content um a lot of taylor swift content folks a lot of taylor swift lot content of- a lot of taylor in the news love it we love to see it we love to hear it and i love the uh um there's a new i'll have to put my clown makeup on and write a new post there's a new theory on when reputation taylor's version is dropping so oh man because she has unpinned the 1989 post on instagram and the last time she unpinned speak now was 13 days before announcing oh so and then it's something else where it's like 13 days from now i could probably do the math it's like the 19th um and then it's something else like 13 more days is new year's which is when a lot of people think that reputation is gonna want like drop so um yeah anyway we'll do some investigating and uh this will be the third attempt, I think, at conspiracy theories around when Reputation TV will be announced. <laughs> you have uh, you have gone full Charlie Day in front yeah, of, in front 100%, of the white Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a tweet that was like, Swifties are that cult that is always predicting the end of the world and never gets it right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Pretty much. Pretty much. Well, <laughs> I'm excited to see that post. I'm excited for the next season of For the Water Cooler, one of my favorite podcasts. Uh, but Caroline, last time we were on a pod today, together, uh, yeah. we, were, we were wrapping up Avenger November, or Novenger, yeah. uh, which which went well. We did a live watch. We did, uh, we did Captain America, the Winter Soldier live watch, talked about some bad wigs in that you, one. You uh, got, got, apparently, no one got to hear me on the fly, other than nine lovely folks that were in the... In yes, the, group. the the patron oh, chat God. got to hear you riff your Keith Morrison. They they got to see how the sausage was made. I will tell all the folks here when we get to the Keith Morrison uh, category, every single episode, right off the cuff, yeah. Caroline busts it out. It is that it is not it is not something that takes a long time. It is just boom, Keith Morrison, and the patrons got to hear how the sausage was made. We had a live yeah. chat going. It was a lot of fun. 
It was a ton of fun. That was a really, it was a good, thank you to everyone who listened and joined in the live watch. Great movie choice, obviously. Um, your lovely wife, Jacqueline, was there, which was a she ton did. of fun. She She um, roasted me for having not seen Mamma Mia. Every time Kyle would try and fudge something like, oh, yeah, 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 that. She's like, don't lie. You haven't had that. Don't lie. You haven't seen that. <laughs> I feel like good. if you've listened to ABBA, you've seen Mamma Mia, but I digress. Um, we should. Yeah, we're, we're, we should. I, I'm in. I'm in. And and we'll, so we're going to be doing, I think, moving forward, we're going to be doing more live watches for the live for the Patreon and the Discord, and then we'll we'll post those as episodes. But we if you cannot yeah. do that as a live watch, I will sing the entire thing, and nobody wants that. <laughs> I think that that's kind of more incentive. But we did with um, with that live watch. We left it up to the patron to the patrons to vote what they wanted to be live watch. We will probably stick to the same thing, the same format, let the patrons decide, give them a few choices and, and go from there. This movie that we're talking about tonight was also voted in by the patrons. Pretty fitting. I will say uh, it is it is part of a three-way tie for movies for this month. I made the executive decision to do Christmas Vacation as opposed to the other two. Um, we, two movies that we will probably do at some point, but I <laughs> went with Christmas Vacation. Uh, one of them was Princess Bride, which I think we should do at some point. Love that movie love that movie oh me too i that, that was our snow is... day movie as a kid like um i'm always curious like for folks that like see it later in life like if they didn't watch it first when they were you know eight or nine years old um you know so i've had some friends who were like i don't get the hype i'm like yeah because you're 27 like <laughs> i don't think i saw it until it. i was until i was older not like yeah. I, probably in my late teens like mm. it was definitely like not a, not a childhood movie for me. I love. It. I think that movie is like perfect. The um to the pain. Everyone everyone who sees you says, "Dear God, what is that thing?" <laughs> it's like one of my absolute favorite. And then when they did during wasn't during the pandemic, where like Paul Rudd and a bunch of actors like acted out scenes of it and like put it all together. Did like the yeah? It was at one of the live reading things. Um, they did like full scenes. Like Paul Rudd did the like to the pain scene. I'll have to find it. It's excellent. What a joy. Well, yeah. I think um I think we might have figured out next week's episode then. Uh as, yeah, as voted to, like Andre the Giant voice. I know he's like, oh. <laughs> even better. I'm all in. I'm all in. Well, this week's episode, as voted on by the Big Screen Sports Patreon group, we are doing National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, the nineteen eighty nine Christmas comedy. The Griswold family's plans for a big Christmas predictably turn into a big disaster. That's the whole. That's the whole. <laughs> I mean, that's succinct, and it's correct. It is. It is. Uh, it's our Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, and Randy Quaid, directed by Jeremiah S. Chechik, was written by John Hughes, which I did not know. Uh, got a seventy percent on Rotten Tomatoes, seventy three point three million at the box office. I believe the domestic box office. Caroline, you and I—we've never really talked about Christmas movies or how we feel yeah. about about Christmas movies. Last year, I think the only holiday theme we did the holiday. Um, but we we where where are you at? Where does this rank for you in Christmas movies? And what are you like? What are your Christmas? We know you put up your tree to Die Hard. We know yep. Die Hard is a beloved. I guess we did Die Hard last year, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where are you at on, on Christmas movies that involve the tree, the family, the holiday cheer? Um, so we were never like, I don't know. We didn't do a lot of, I've seen It's a Wonderful Life. It's lovely. It's a lovely. It's a wonderful movie. I don't even I, think we should do that on the pod. I don't, I don't think, do I don't want to make jokes. Year. Yeah. It's, it, it's heartwarming and 
emotional and all those great things. Um, Home Alone is fun. The problem I think you run into a lot of times with Christmas, like full on Christmas movies that you're talking about is a lot of the like it does skew on the younger side. Like I don't necessarily need to sit down and watch Home Alone. Like I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'll watch it every once in a while. Um, I like Elf. Elf is it's a classic. It's funny. <laughs> um, that makes it sound way worse. Like I don't like it. Haha, like, <laughs> 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 uh, it's so funny, isn't but it? But I will t- like I will generally stick with like Hallmark movies if we're being honest. Like, um, I don't know. I just and I don't really have we don't have any like big family traditions where it's like we watch all of the Harry Potters, like or whatever. Um, but I don't dislike Christmas movies. I like Last Holiday. I think, did we talk about that? I think we did, um, didn't. I think we mentioned Last Holiday at some point. Great movie. Uh, extremely underrated. That's in Queen Latifah and um, LL Cool J. Love it. Uh, the Holiday is great. Um, I like watching the like Ted Lasso episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not as good with like, oh, this is the Christmas episode of XYZ because I don't know if you heard, I like to watch things in order. And so I don't just like picking like plucking little episodes out um but yeah we haven't it's not something where i'm like great it's december like time to bust out christmas vacation <laughs> but it's one of those like if i come across it i'm like oh yeah i'll watch this like one of the i think it's probably the best way to describe it i don't know that's that's where i'm at i think i've seen this movie a thousand times on cable and bits and pieces yeah. and rewatching it for the pod was maybe the first or second time I've actually like, I'm putting on Christmas vacation. I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to watch it, but it's something that like when we go to my in-laws place, it's either Hallmark or it's a wonderful life or this. And I'm like, okay, the two of two out of the three of those for me, no offense to you and your, your lovely Hallmark movies, but I would rather, would rather watch this. Um, I, in terms of like Christmas comedies, I think this is one of my favorite because you're right. A lot of them do skew to children and like, yeah. well, I have a 10 year old. So like we have home alone on a lot. Grayson yeah. thinks the slapstick nature of home alone is very, very funny. We do the Santa Claus. I obviously love die I mean, hard. Yeah, yeah, was, Santa Claus was, I mean, Tim Allen is having Tim, his own. Yeah. Tim Allen have, having his own. Everything. Yeah. Um, and also the concept of the Santa Claus, like if you kill Santa, you you take the great, you take the throne. Great, great premise. <laughs> I forgot. Obviously, and this this to me was a given. But we watch while you were sleeping. That's like our like. Of course. Of course, everyone knows this. So naturally, um, I'm trying to think. But here's the thing: I always feel like I like black. I don't, you know, miracle. So you know what I do love that I absolutely mess with are the old, like the trio of the old Grinch, the claymation rudolph and the and burl ives frosty the snowman yes we were never really a like charlie brown peanuts holiday special family that one is like christmas eve have to put it on i will say that's like the one that's fair the tradition have to put that on same with same with old animated grinch although i do like the the full feature length new the benedict cumberbatch animated version i like my grinch like a little neurotic that's i i really enjoy <laughs> that version i like listening to how much the um narrator just rips into him in the songs like and you're a mean one mr grinch like just bars dropped on that dude like yeah good lord relax like we get it um he stopped just short of just saying that the grinch is a fucking asshole yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, I still absolutely love. It. Have you seen? You know the there's a guy on TikTok that does the like reactions to old like Seventh Heaven episodes. Have I sent you those? No, you have not. So he'll watch. He's like, I just watched this episode of Seventh Heaven. It was absolutely bonkers. He like goes through the whole episode and just it's he's so funny. But he'll even do like he's like, oh, I just came across this like old Berenstein Bears book, and he like rips it apart. And uh, so he did that for (laughs) stop the claymation, (laughs) Rudolph, (laughs) about like Hermie and like. Oh man, I absolutely love. He's like he was called him. He was like he tortured the the monster and like ripped all of his teeth out. <laughs> it's excellent, but we still have like the abominable snowman. Um, and why am I blanking on the guy's name? The um, Yukon Cornelius. Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> for some reason, I don't know why. For some reason, um, Bush Gardens has like partnered with the Rudolph folks, I don't know, whatever, but they with, always with have big Rudolph. Yeah. They always have like a part portion at Williamsburg Bush gardens where like there's uh, it's always in the, it's in the Festa Italia section. If anyone is familiar with Bush gardens. Um, but we, I always go and I'll get the dogs. One of the like abominable snowman plushies that they like then tear apart and like have fun with. But um silver and gold oh my god i love it <laughs> the uh the best tweet i've seen this holiday season it might be old but i feel like i just recently saw it is like takes long drag of cigarette listen if santa knew if every kid was being naughty or nice he knew those other reindeer were bullying rudolph <laughs> so that was the thing that was so funny about this guy breaking down the show because he's like look i don't think it has anything to do with it being red because then it does the part of the show where it makes that awful noise every time it goes <laughs> He's like, that is a migraine. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to that shit for the whole night. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, he if he knew, he knew. How do you not know? Come on. <laughs> Santa, Santa plays things a little aloof there. But um, Christmas vacation for me is something that I, when it's on, I'm always going to like tune in because there, there are so many moments in this one that make me laugh. And I, I think are fun. I think it's like a good Christmas comedy that gets a, that's geared a little more to adults because there's fewer of those. I yeah. would say, I'm going to say, I think it's an all-star Christmas movie. I don't think it's a Hall of Fame, but I do think it's an all-star. Uh yeah, for the genre for for comedy, yes, yeah, it's and I will I'll be I would never lie to the listeners, it's it's been I'm tired this week and sometimes I think for some of these like you know you you don't want to put on a comedy if you're not in the mood for con like there's certain things that like you have to like when you watch everything everywhere all at once not a comedy but like you have to be in the right like I'm gonna mm-hmm. see some weird stuff it's gonna be wild like you whatever. have to be dialed in for that one yeah you've got to be like in the right mindset for a horror movie like you can't just throw stuff on so I've had like a long so there are a few things that like normally I would have laughed at. I didn't laugh as much this time through and I don't know if that's because I haven't seen it in 15 years or whatever <laughs> or 10 years or something or if it's like just because I'm in a mood but yeah I, I, I'll give it all star yeah yeah, There's- I, I we were talking before we recorded. I think Chevy Chase. I think everything he says is incredibly funny. Like this Caddyshack, Community, old skits on SNL. I find just his delivery and his ability to do straight face sarcasm is is incredible. Like straight face comedy, he is 
he is an absolute king and also doing the zany Clark Griswold stuff. And I found that on this rewatch, and especially just now, I identify with Clark Griswold a lot more than I than I care to admit. Um, a lot of the same intricacies that he and I share. Uh, and just that, like, it captures that pressure to do family Christmas right. It is, this is a trope that is was used before this movie, it was used after this movie. Families coming together, difficult thing. Like a movie that we didn't mention, but I, I think we watched for the first time last year was Four Christmases, and I actually enjoyed Four Christmases. Just like the hecticness of Christmas, and I think this this one does it really well. That's actually a really good point, Kyle. <laughs> I feel like when you look at some of the other movies that are listed as like comedy or whatever for Chris, so like Four Christmases or Family Stone, have a real heavy part to it. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not just like, oh, how fun. Like, everything around the holidays is either, like, kids slapstick comedy, you know, uh, what's uh, Christmas Story, Home Alone, the animated stuff, or you go into, like, everything is wrong with having family around <laughs> and it's drama. Like, there's no middle ground for, like, Christmas. Um, which I kind of get, but also I, I like spending time with my family. <laughs> yeah, the, this family is just pure chaos, and that's that's the theme of the all the vacation movies yeah. is this family trying to do anything is chaos. With this with this movie, you loop in all the different sectors of the family, which like it's it's a it's a trope that works. I think it does it well. I think the the way that all the different grandparents, and obviously we'll talk a lot about cousin Eddie. I think that's that's uh you know done effectively but it it all comes to Chevy Chase who I think is really really funny which is funny because in this, this is a perfect segue to IMDb trivia but seemingly every person who has ever worked with Chevy Chase hates his fucking guts <laughs> uh first trivia piece even before cameras could roll original director Chris Columbus came to the realization that he could not work with the difficult Chevy Chase after meeting him so even though he desperately needed the job at this point in his career, Columbus decided to quit the project. He was worried it would end his career, but then John Hughes brought him in to direct Home Alone, which became a massive hit a year later. And Chris Columbus, I know him as he directed the first two Harry Potter Yeah, he movies. did. I was going to say. Uh, he, he and a up, bunch of other yeah, stuff. Yeah, he ended up working out. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's what always... It always stuns me about the career of Chevy Chase because no one has a good word to say about him. Every Him and Bill Murray hate each other the cast of community apparently hated him and apparently like that's why he wasn't on the show to finish it out yeah. it's just it's really it's really crazy that he's just i think he's so funny and it, yeah it's, it's wild to me yeah um when clark and cousin eddie are drinking in the living room they're drinking eggnog out of wally world yep. books wally world was the destination of the griswolds and national lampoon's vacation was um so national lampoon's vacation was first then did it go european or did it go christmas then european then christmas then vegas the uh the amount of times that i actually especially european vacation in this one that i there are things that i quote still um is wild considering i I don't have them high on a list of things i would say like that i watch enough to like, but there's definitely, and we'll get to it with best quotes, but there's quotes from this that have lasted forever. Like for sure. Yeah, for sure. Along with an, like an iconic Halloween outfit or oh, multiple. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, it is the only vacation movie not to feature the Lindsay Buckingham song holiday road. Yeah. Where are you at on holiday road? Remind me what that sounds like. 
Holiday Road. Damn it. Now I got it. Holiday Road. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, I think it's catchy. <laughs> I mean, I would text yeah. you that I thought the Christmas song in this was catchy as hell. Bangs. A bop. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm neutral positive on Holiday Road. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good. Good song. Uh, the the term Griswold House soon became part of the American and Australian vernacular to describe a house that is overly decorated in a gaudy fashion to observe Christmas. <laughs> Carolyn, what do you what do you think of Griswold houses? Uh, I love them in someone else's neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I mean, like I we never had like Christmas lights up, which I I this is. I am the Christmas person in my family. Uh, if I am not home, like my parents probably won't have a tree up this year. Like, um, and my sister definitely doesn't. They they actually will have both gone like uh, small, like light trees. Like my parents have like a fake birch one that has like lights. It's very pretty, but it's not like a green like. Um, I did convince them to get a fake tree. We've gotten fake trees because we moved around so much and like living overseas, like whatever. I just had a fake tree and I've had a fake tree. Real trees, not not just a reference to this movie. Real trees are massive fire hazards. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. And I, especially like once like we had the dogs around and like I, I, Bennett would be, what do they call him? Snot? Like yes. the one that's like drinking the tree water and I have to be like, stop drinking the tree water. <laughs> So I was like, I don't need any of that. Um, but I always want like, I would have loved to have lights up outside. Um, but we didn't, we were not like a lights family, which again, fine. It's a shit ton of work for like, what, three weeks that it's up, four weeks. Um, and so I always like to go look <clears throat> at other places that have it, but it was not necessarily. Uh, I get very judgy. Like I all of a sudden I become like a critic. Like, oh, you just threw him over the bushes, huh? <laughs> I do the same thing, even <laughs> though I am the person, partly because of watching Clark Griswold, I pay someone to put my Christmas lights up. It's the same dude and his guys every year. They get them up in like 45 minutes, what would take me mm. five hours, and I'm scared of heights. And it, and then a couple, like a week or two after Christmas, they randomly show up at the house, take them all down. It's real quick. And I, yeah, I, I am, I'm all for that. Cause I love having the house lit up, but yeah. between fear of heights, between just generally not being a very handy person, it is just better to pay the money. Well, and I will tell you what, it's a certain point when you reach a certain point in your life and ideally it's, you know, it comes in hand with hopefully having a certain level of, you know, income or whatever else. So I'm not going to say that if you don't do these things, like I understand that you know, everyone's on a budget. Um, but I will no longer move myself. Like it's one of those things. Like, yeah, once I hit a certain threshold, like I will no longer move myself. So I very much am here for like, if there is a task that you can pay someone to do more effectively for you, that is like within reason, like, you're not going to be like, let me give you a hundred thousand dollars to put my Christmas lights up, whatever. But if it's like one of those things that makes sense, like it saves you the time. That's where I'm on with this, this food delivery thing I've got going on right now. It's probably slightly more a week than I would spend in groceries. But I get back all the time from prep. I get back all the time from having to like deal with the leftovers and eat the same thing for four days because nobody sells food for have like, a, have a bunch of food that you you didn't use like ingredients yeah. go bad. That's a big like yeah. we have three oh. people to feed and that's still a problem. 
I don't want any part of that. So it's one of those you're willing to kind of like, that's where you spend a little money somewhere to like make things more effective. I love that for you. That's it's like when you get a certain age and you're like, no longer like we don't need to put four of us in a hotel room. Yes. Like no one's sleeping on the floor anymore in a hotel room. Like we can, we're get separate rooms. Yeah. Yeah. Some things are just worth the cost. Uh, The last bit of trivia I have for you. Despite acting as the husband and wife duo of aunt Bethany and uncle Lewis, Mae Questel was 19 years older than her co-star, William Hickey. She was 81 years old, and he was 62 at the time of filming. That's still back in the 80s where people just aged so rapidly. She was 20 years older than him? Yeah. Wild. She uh, was the original voice of Betty Boop. Oh, well, look at that. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. (laughs) Let's take a, a quick ad break, and then we'll get back with what worked. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, we're back. Uh, Caroline, what worked about this one? Why does this, why does this work as a Christmas movie? I would say, why does this work as a good Christmas cable movie? I would say cable is part of the reason it works. Like this movie works well for cable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Because there's, it has like really nice contained like set pieces, like set Mm -hmm. comedy pieces. And so you get the like, you know, the intro and the, the hijinks with the car and going to get the tree. And you've got the hijinks with the like family showing up, the stuck in the attic, the like, you get these kind of like, so if you jump in at a certain point with cable, the most important thing is like, in like on ramps and off ramps right like there's mm-hmm. you can pop in you can watch the like squirrel pop out of the tree and laugh or whatever and you're like all right i gotta i gotta head out i gotta go to the store or whatever it's like it, it's consumable in these like little chunks i think that that's why it works so well on cable that like you can literally pop in at any time and you're not gonna like you're not gonna miss any huge plot points <laughs> like, exactly yeah, like I, I don't like, want to, you know, I don't want to diminish it, but like, there's not a lot of plot to it. Shit goes wrong. Like, yeah, that that's it. And it's like, yeah. which well, it's it's just a it's a series of comedy bits for the yeah. most part. Um, but what it does really well too is it actually ties in some good emotional spirit of the season type stuff. Yeah. Um, specifically Clark's conversation with his niece, like Ruby Sue. Uh, and then his conversation with his dad at the end when he's kind of losing his, his shit and his dad yeah. just comes over and it's like, Hey, it's just your, your family's just going to remember like that you put in effort or whatever. Like it, it's, it's kind of surprising that the movie is able to make those scenes work. Cause again, it yeah. is a movie that is, 
is pure slapstick and has a guy emptying emptying sewage into <laughs> visibly emptying sewage into a storm drain and stuff like that. And um, I I like that. I, I always I think I forget about those scenes obviously because like I'm more thinking about like Clark stapling his shirt to the house or yeah. being locked in the attic or something like that. But when he's having the conversation and encouraging his niece that, that no Santa is real, I think Santa's going to have something nice for you and stuff like that. I'm like, Oh, Clark, yeah, you're nice. actually a good person. Oh, let's not get carried away. A good ish person. We're, we're, Santa we'll get into what didn't well, we'll get looking what at didn't. that woman's thigh in the store. We have a whole conversation about that entire yeah. thing. We we will we will get onto that. Um, I I think it does a good job of just we we talked about this, but the dysfunctional family that yeah. it it's they're just odd enough where it's where it's really funny. I think I will I will actually ask you how how do you feel about cousin Eddie and the amount of cousin Eddie? Because I will say I think it's like the right amount. I think if they would have introduced him too early into the movie, and yeah. we would have had that for the entire movie, it would have been a problem. I think it's just the right amount, maybe, maybe slightly too much, but only because again, like while I laugh at like shitter's full, like <laughs> it is pretty gross. Merry Christmas! Shitter was full. Like a lot of- <laughs> it's nasty. And that, that is the feeling that he's meant to evoke, right? Like, and that's what works in the sense of everything that quaid does in this and the way that they he acts him out he styles him the i remember laughing with my dad over that white sweater with the black dicky under <laughs> yes that's that when i learned what dicky was like he, my dad was laughing i was like why is it like that and so i just remember having this moment where my dad's explaining to me that a dicky like doesn't have the entire shirt so it's just the you know illusion of the neck so that you don't have to wear as many layers and it's just so hilarious how hideous it is you know like and he's got the leisure suit. what year was this made this was 89. His whole, I wrote down the fashion in general, but like the dicky under the turtleneck, the jean suit he's wearing on Christmas Eve incredible. is unbelievable. Incredible. His, all the delivery. And like now, now it would feel like they wouldn't make it this way. I don't think, but just like the complete, like, trashiness is that the right i mean that's what they want that's what they're going for yeah, right like, they, they are trailer they're trailer like, trash. what we like call trailer hair trash. with the mullet and like ruby sue getting kicked by the donkey that uncrossed her eyes and like you know <laughs> just they're a mess like what was what did the wife say oh he's like where's cousin eddie he eats these and she's like, not since he found out they were high in cholesterol. Now she found out squirrels were high in cholesterol. Yeah. Eddie is so funny. Like I again, I think I think Randy Quaid's really funny. He's another one who like he has he has lost his marbles. Like Randy Quaid, I think I talked about him when I did the Kingpin episode last year. Like Randy Quaid has lost his fucking mind. But Actually, I find Randy Quaid Independence Day. <laughs> yeah, the, he is he is turned into that character. But he is he's really funny and he plays Eddie so well as the guy who is just a little too dumb to realize he's being made fun of or being insulted. He plays that he plays Eddie. Eddie's like false bravado is so funny. There's just even something funny about the way he put the like big bag of dog food. on the <laughs> yes. like, I don't know why that up. is so 
so funny to me but like that stuff makes me laugh um and it's just the way that he like what does he tell me he's like eddie sometimes he's like i think your heart is way bigger than your brain and he's like oh thanks clark like <laughs> when when he's when he finds out when he finds out that his bonus is the jelly of the month club and everyone's like everyone's like stunned oh, and then he clark. just oh clark that's great that's a gift that gives all you hear <laughs> what's wrong honey it's bigger than you expected. <laughs> Smaller? What is it? It's a, it's a one year membership in the Jelly of the Month Club. Oh, God. Clark, that's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. That it is, Edward. That it is indeed. I mean, the fact that he's dumb enough to be like, oh, he really wants me to go kidnap his boss and bring him here. <laughs> it's and it's, it's the absurdity that you have to just, and that's why I mean, sometimes I'm like, I'm not in the mood for like the completely. Abs- One of the things that I will tell you, like, and we talked about this with like destruction things. I don't like when everything gets destroyed, Kyle, because I just now, I don't know if it's like as an adult, I'm like, God, how much would that cost? Like, what is that going to cost? Do you want to, let's kind of rack up what what the Griswolds are looking at at the end of this. Um, also assuming that they are probably paying some damages to their neighbor's house because I 100%. do think I do think this this movie would be followed up with the neighbors uh, suing them in like in like civil court. Well, first of all, there's definitely going to be some sort of like animal attack zoo, like for sure. Yes. Yes. Um, or at least paying medical bills for whatever damage the dog did trying to get the squirrel. And yes. probably the squirrel, even though the squirrel, you could say is not their fault. Uh, the tree through the window over there. Tree through the her, window. And they have at least tree through at least one or two windows at their own house. Yeah. When, pretty um, pretty much the whole the whole area room. where their tree was, because remember, the tree gets burned up. So that yeah, you probably need you, you need new sure. carpet. Need new yeah. carpet because the cat, the cat, yep. the tree. Yeah, need a new um, chair. Uh, new chair. Yeah, blew that up. Uh, you need to re- at least patch a hole in one of the bedrooms. Um, yes. You fell through the ceiling. Um, there's probably other fire damage. The uh, the post on the stair that he chainsaws yeah. through. Yes, the door was kicked in by the cops. Oh, yes. that window went out too. Then they swung through. So like all the windows in the living room need to be replaced. Um, so that's at least ten thousand dollars for sure. Like, um, yeah, a lot of damage. A lot of the, damage. The uh the sewer line explosion at the end probably caused some damage. Yeah. Yes. Expensive yes. Christmas for the yes. Griswolds. More well okay, I'll get to that in the next section. Uh the other <laughs> thing that worked for me, we spoke speaking of the neighbors, the neighbors. 10 out of 10. No notes. Outstanding work from Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yes. Like the And that, I'm telling you, this is one of the things where it's like, why is the carpet wet, Todd? Is like something that is still in my brain forever. Forever. What is her name? Because he's like, I don't know. Uh, Margot. Margot. Yes. This well, movie comes out the same year that Seinfeld debuts. Really? Yes. Wow, I love that. Um, yeah, excellent. It's it's again very silly, like the and that's where the continual like fumbling and falling. I'm like, sure, okay, 
yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that happened, but it's still they just the um the she was so honestly it's her she's fantastic what does he say early on though when he they come out and he's got the chainsaw to like take down the tree bend over and i'll show you how dare you talk to me like that how dare you say that to me clark i just love love the delivery from them um here's the why would he cut the tree that way just cut it in the middle he's clark griswold and he's just He's a he's a mostly well-meaning idiot. Yeah. I will tell you one time again with the fake tree. Uh it was taller than our ceilings in like one of the houses in Germany. And so like we just couldn't put the cap piece on, like the last pointed bit, whatever. And so it looked like the tree would and then my dad set it up where like he put the top in their room, like above where the tree would be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love my dad. <laughs> That's a great dad move. Yeah, it's a very strong dad move. <laughs> Something that works is is this house. This is a great, it's a great house. I love I love the Griswold house, and it's a time in this country when we were still making houses that were different. Because you look at Margot's house and you look at the inside of the Griswold house, and they're completely different. And now, like that doesn't exist anymore in new build neighborhoods. Yeah. But it's like the classic family house. Like Clark Griswold, we need to talk about this too definitely does well for himself at his job because he's relying on this bonus solely to put in a pool. It's not like he's like, Oh, it's funny. He's like talking about sweating money and stuff like that. But like apparently all his bills and everything are taken care of. Cause he's just, this bonus is strictly for, for play. I don't know if he's responsible with money. That might be it too. <laughs> I don't know that this is like, we've taken care of everything else. So I want to use it for this. I just think he's irresponsible. <laughs> <laughs> you just think he sees bonus and it's like, this should be a bonus thing for me. Like, yes. Well, I mean, look at his friend, his coworker that was like, what are you going to buy yourself? As if like getting the pool for the family is like this selfless act on his part. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, yeah. I just, I just think he might be bad at managing money. <laughs> that's like, probably it just in uh, debt up to his eyeballs but gets absolutely. this bonus and yes and it's like well it's free money <laughs> um but yeah i mean it's like i love that house is great it's the you know it's always this is what the griswolds have been anyway but it's like the um you know parental unit and the two kids boy and a girl like it's the you know, stereotypical American family that's just trying to get by and make things work, but nothing's really perfect. Um, what's Juliette Lewis, right? Is yeah, that... Ju- it's what they got two child actors who went on to have excellent careers, and Juliette Lewis yeah. and Johnny Galecki. Uh, he is almost unrecognizable. He is probably, I would say, the wealthiest person in this cast now, because I think that Big Bang Money is like actually, yeah, yeah, that might. That might be accurate. Also, I actually believe that he would save his money because <laughs> I feel like Randy Quaid probably had a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Randy Quaid's money's gone. Actually, you know what? Julia Louis-Dreyfus might be. Oh, yeah. One of yeah. The two of them, for sure. One of the two of them. Because um, yeah. I don't know what Seinfeld money was by the end, but Veep money and like. I, I think Seinfeld money for how long it's been in syndication. I think they're like. Probably, probably still forever good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, think, it was, uh, it was a, they're doing it, fine. It's a solid cast. Um, yeah, yeah. You don't get a lot of other kids. They don't spend a ton of time. Like no, 
No, the whole the whole movie is a is a good cat between like you get like Doris Roberts, you get the, to me she's Ray Romano's mom. Yes, yeah, and everybody loves everybody loves Raymond, but like we haven't talked about Beverly D'Angelo yet. Who is that? The mom? Yeah, we got a category for her coming up later. Because dude, that's gonna be a really easy one too. Because I'll tell you what, this movie is not. <laughs> it is not a the- hot. <laughs> the exact opposite of of all the Avengers movies we just watched. Yeah, this is the absolute antithesis of that. <laughs> a lot of a lot of old men, but all the all the seniors, the some comedic seniors in in this uh all the curmudgeon olds in this movie do do a good job. And then it gets it right that uh capitalism and and your bosses are the enemy, the ultimate like don't show loyalty to your employers because they won't show loyalty to you. Uh, played by uh, that played by Bill Murray's brother Brian Doyle Murray. That's, I was like, he. I mean, he's a character actor and a ton of stuff, but yeah. like, but I was like, I recognize this guy for sure. Um, it is. It's mostly his voice. Yeah, yeah. That. Although I on it when uh when Eddie kidnaps him and there's a scene he's in the the Griswold living room and he's talking to Clark and it's like the side view of him is like he really looks like Bill Murray from the side. Okay, uh, let's get into what didn't work about. Why this are you putting in a pool in a Chicago suburb? That's that's it. That's right. Look, you're going to spend the bonus on something that you're going to use for what? To, I, I, I'll admit, I'll admit, hand up. I've not been to Chicago. Heard it's cold. So here's the thing. Like there, it's love. Like there are places to enjoy outdoor time and swimming and all of that stuff in Chicago the summer. It's lovely in the summer. Like, I get that. But it is just, I can't imagine having to really deal with a pool in a place where you get, like, so much snow, so much cold. Like, you probably have to shut that thing down by, like, August? Late August. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't think, like, I when I think, let's spend $7,500 that's not what you should be spending your money on. No. It seems silly for Chicago suburb. Like just go days to the lake. It's right there. Yeah. They go like, go on a good vacation, a couple good vacations. Also, yeah. your daughter is going to college soonish. I don't and it was just such an like I'm like, bud. That's why I think he's not responsible for money. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, that's my that was my big. I was like, why are we doing this? That's silly. He's uh, a real spend it if you got it kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. What didn't work for you? Eddie and Clark are not getting off at the end. There's just no way. Like no, I, I know he's not, not. No, he's not pressing charges. But there, there's just no way that they're that they're getting out of that. You don't bring the SWAT team out to not bring someone back. Honestly, the funniest part. One of the funniest parts of this movie is the cop being like, "Come on, man." <laughs> if I had a rubber hose, I'd beat you with it. <laughs> There's just something about like this serious moment where they're all like the SWAT teams there, like all this stuff. And not only is his wife like you cheapskate, like the cop that was there to arrest them for kidnapping you. Uh, I actually, as ridiculous as that entire scene is, it's one of the funniest things to me because the wife, um, Beverly D'Angelo, being like. Oh, it's our well, it's our first kidnapping. It's our first kidnapping. <laughs> that makes me laugh every single time too. Cause she's just over it. She's like yeah. so like she she's yeah. um 
without like she's wine mom she's not drinking in this movie but she is clearly like i'm just trying to get through this like i'm just i'm just trying to get through this i'm just trying to keep everyone calm she's the best and that gets into the thing that doesn't work about this also really doesn't work about the original vacation clark is perpetually horny and is it's constantly like taking things overboard and his wife at home is a fox yeah and that's what, like look the message for folks to take away is not like well if your wife is oh yeah, you that, of like course. you know but it's one of those things like they they set it up in the quote comedic way that is like oh he's essentially in all of these especially the first one like almost the entire thing is like him trying to cheat whatever yes, with, you know. with christy brinkley yeah and he's essentially the cartoon wolf with the heart eyes that like floats through the air after a woman <laughs> and you're just kind of like hello your wife is hotter than this so that's just like he just wants to cheat like that's yeah. where it's where it doesn't work it's, and, and again none of this, this is one is like the girl at the the, the girl at the diet yeah the girl at the diet like at the uh the diamond counter or whatever and yeah, then the it's like counter. yeah and then just like imagining her at the pool too it's like yeah, dude if you fucking relax man it's christmas yeah it's very weird like what is it the 80s like is it <laughs> i think it is the eight i think if this was now i'll admit i didn't see the remake of vacation with ed helms i decided my time would be better spent doing something else um, <laughs> yeah i i don't know if it was a remake or it was like a sequel and he's rusty griswold i don't really remember but I um i think that this aspect of the movie if they were making this right now would probably be cut out because we need to we need to just love Clark and all of yeah. his all of his hijinks. And this every time that happens, you're like, oh, come on, man. He's he should be designed and written as the like spouse that's obsessed with this gorgeous wife. That's that's the thing that it's such an interesting choice. Cause other other than that, you think nothing but endearing things about Clark. Like, yes, he's goofy and yes, he's, but he's but like, he's he seems really, exactly. Yeah. He seems really yeah, yeah. well-intentioned just wants to give his family this perfect Christmas. Like he had when he was a kid, we watch him watch the video, like the, the old reel and things like that. And like, we oh, should yeah. think that Clark is just this well-intentioned sweetheart, but he's like trying to fantasize about the underwear counter lady. Well, by the way, ma'am, you do not need to show him the waistline of that underwear and how little lines it shows. You were in a store. There's I, a I, I work in sales, and there's not I, not a lot of that in my my line of work. Holy she's 80. she's going above and beyond. Yeah, yeah, holy eighties. And I think that's where it's like, I I guess in one sense, oh, I don't know. I would say like it broke out of the trope of like he's having these fantasies because his wife's a nag and like awful whatever but it's just kind of like it would just felt so unnecessary and it felt so now in 2023 it just feels so like um like so macho like yeah. the men like beating the chest like oh i can't help myself except say like nipple and nipply and like <laughs> ever and because because a woman has cleavage it's just like okay relax bruh i can't it's just makes no sense also she like never mind i was gonna be like she wouldn't be flirting that much with him but like 
<laughs> I don't want to be mean. <laughs> gotta, gotta make that sale, I guess. Or he, like he, I was, that's why I'm like, I'm like, bro, you outkicked your coverage. Yeah. She's fantastic. Not just because she's gorgeous, but like, come on, man. Like, what are you doing? Get it together. She's getting through this holiday with Clark losing his fucking mind yes. with all these different families. And she's just like, she's she's the constant. She's the like, rock. You're up here. I need you down here. Like, and he's over there thinking about the underwear counter lady at the family pool he wants to put in. Come on, dude. God damn it, Clark. God damn it, Clark. Um he would and, never and a, a diving board and a residential pool. That's that's a liability. Yeah, he can't do that. Um, he never would have gotten that tree out of the ground. I'm sorry. No. I know that's like oh. supposed to be the comedy side of things, but like, come on. They're come on. they're going home. It would have been, where, they would have been there for days. Where are they? How far did they have to drive out of suburban Chicago to get to that place in the mountains where they saw that tree? Oh, forever. They would have it would have taken days. That's yeah. again where that's the slapstick stuff that doesn't quite land for me, which is the like the truck, like driving under the truck and then pulling out from it. And I think they're trying to lean on vacation there a little bit mm-hmm. too much um, with like the road trip type vibes. I would have like, he's lucky she doesn't divorce him just for the constant singing in the car. Did that, is that something that people's families did all the time? My dad was not, we sang in the car, but we sang Steely Dan. Like adults, <laughs> yacht rock only. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I just when I do laugh every time where he's like where he says we made good time. <laughs> See, I'm actually laughing now more than when I watched it. <laughs> it's it's his delivery. It's that everything Clark says. It's either deadpan, sarcastic, or he is just trying to positive his way through life. Like just he is always trying to see the bright side until he finally loses his mind when he gets that jelly of the month club thing. When that tirade he goes on is pretty funny. It's so good. Uh, with that, let's get into let's get into what we're calling now tentatively highlight reel. Just the best moments of the of the movie as opposed because like this one with scenes is it's hard to pick a best. Like I said, it's just like skit after skit. Yeah, uh, with comedy too, it's easier to just do like moments. <laughs> It's like when they find the, first of all when they find the cat in the back <laughs> that's one of the fun because she's like oh she just gathers thing at her house and wraps it and then what is it is it Galecki that's like can't wait to see what I got <laughs> and there's one this one this one's leaking <laughs> it's the jello just from from their arrival to Christmas Eve dinner when. It's not just when when she's saying the pledge as the blessing, but when Eddie stands up, it kills me. It's again like at the time I wasn't laughing that hard. <laughs> when he's like, "Is the dog okay?" <laughs> it makes that coughing noise. Like, oh, he got it. When kudos to like the effects team or whoever did this, when he like cuts the turkey and it just opens like the chest burster. <laughs> the one I think I forget whose mother it was was dipping it in the glass of water. <laughs> oh man, that did make me laugh. Um, just a little dry. Just a little dry, <laughs> and it it makes that like hissing sound, like as the air yeah. escapes. <laughs> <laughs> um 
the uh obviously shitters full shitters full iconic the 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 yeah. outfit the shitters full i always forget that they show liquid shit going down the drain they 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 leave nothing to the imagination of what eddie is dumping out of that uh out of that tube <laughs> no um I'm trying to think what else. The squirrel in the tree makes me laugh. Just the arrival of cousin Eddie when they show up and with the he's, lights, and he's just, just there. He's like, "Oh, what?" Um, <laughs> the RV. Um, the lights stressed me out with this, and I know this is the point, but like the stacked like plugs stress me out. That's it's so bad like all the it's it's so bad it, and that's the light situation is where the chesters would start they would contact a lawyer and they would be like okay also like they can't be the only neighbor who hate the griswolds no like definitely the other side hates him and maybe 100 percent. um the locked in the attic moment i wrote down just because this would happen to me I this exact scenario would happen to me. My family would leave to go somewhere. I would be locked in the attic, start watching like home movies or something. Uh, the, 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 the all towel. of the outfits on, yeah. like, gloves and stuff. <laughs> Why would he be sitting on the like ladder though? No, oh, like because he's Clark and he just doesn't yeah. think about anything. Also, couldn't he have gotten out through the hole he made in the roof or the floor? I mean, possibly. Why did he stay up there? That's that's a good point. That's a good. I have no answers for you there. That's a, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> like just slide through. Like I don't know. You're gonna the, have to patch that anyway. Might as well make the hole bigger. <laughs> the one major slapstick thing that doesn't actually work for me is the um, is the sledding. I no, don't understand. No, it does not work for me. It's at like all. it's in a different movie. It, it's where yeah. the movie truly leaves reality for a second and i'm like why yeah that's one because also this this is this the dumbest thing to be annoyed with at that because it's just ridiculous but he goes on like how long of this fast journey through the woods whatever and then runs into that dumpster and they act like they saw at the top of the hill where he went get out of here get out of here they didn't see shit (laughs) he went like six counties over yeah like why are we acting like they're like ooh? (laughs) like no get no uh uh-uh. absolutely not. I yeah. think uh I, I think the best the best moments are like even this the best scene is the uh the Christmas Eve. The entirety of Christmas Eve, the Christmas Eve dinner. I guess like from that moment, because we go Christmas Eve dinner, then Uncle Lewis burns down the tree. Yeah. Just when he goes and sees the tree and Uncle Lewis is just standing there smoking like nothing happened, like that always kills me. And then well, that goes into Clark losing Christmas, right? Huh? It never makes it to Christmas. No, it doesn't. I think we end on because it's uh he gets the he he gets the the thing about the jelly of the month club and then it's the kidnapping and yeah, yeah. It ends on ends on Christmas Eve. So we actually don't make it to Christmas and Christmas vacation. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I mean that's kind of like a long last scene, but I agree with you. It's kind of like the the set of skits that they do on Christmas Eve. Yeah. What is uh what is does anything have can compete can anything compete with shitter's full? Shitter was full for best quote. Why is the carpet wet? <laughs> I think I've said it three times. <laughs> Why is the carpet wet, Todd? 
<laughs> I don't know, Margo. I don't know why that makes me laugh. Shitters falls up there. Um, I like when he's talking to Ruby Sue and she says shit and bricks. He's like, you yes! should use that word. Sorry, shit and rocks. What are you doing up, sweetheart? Rock and bit my thumb. What? Him's nervous because Christmas is almost here. Nervous or excited? Shit and bricks. You shouldn't use that word. Sorry. Shit and rocks. <laughs> and the look on his face is so good. Um... Is there another? I don't. Yeah, I think it's like "Shitter's full" is the quote. That "Shitter's full" is definitely the quote. But when, um, <laughs> when uh, Ellen tells Clark when he's like, "How is how has Eddie not been able to get a job for seven years?" and she's like, "Catherine says he's been holding out for a management position." <laughs> it's that stop. <laughs> Catherine says he's been holding it. It's so good. <laughs> we we already said the thing about him with the the gift that keeps on giving the whole year uh, after the the Jelly of the Month Club, but uh, Clark replies, "Indeed, it is, Edward." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still laughing at the. Uh... <laughs> You couldn't hear a dump truck driving through a nitroglycerin plant. <laughs> surprised, Eddie? If I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, I couldn't be more surprised than I am right now. <laughs> oh, you <It's>... serious, Clark? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I laughing so hard now? It's it's Chevy Chase's tone with everything. And Randy Quaid's too. When, it, when uh, they're in the store, he's like, Clark, get yourself something real nice. <laughs> Oh, he's like offering to pay for it. I'm gonna get you something real nice. Uh, where she, where Alan's like Clark. I think it'd be best if everyone went home before things get worse. He says worse. How do things get any worse? Take a look around here, Alan. We're at the threshold of hell. <laughs> what? Can I refill your eggnog for you? Get you something to eat? Drive you out to the middle of nowhere and leave you for dead? <laughs> no, I'm doing just fine, Clark. Whoa, man. That's good. This movie's funny. It is. There this are, movie's I funny. Like, I think I was in a, just in a funk earlier. I was just very tired because I am a... <laughs> nervous or excited. Shouldn't bricks. You shouldn't use that word. Sorry. Shit and rocks. <laughs> <laughs> What are you looking at? Oh, the silent majesty of a winter's morn, the clean, cool chill of the holiday air, an asshole in his bathrobe emptying a chemical toilet into my sewer. <laughs> shitter was full. Ah, uh, yeah, you check our shitters, honey. <laughs> it's definitely shitter was full. That's the one that I I think of any line in this movie yeah. that has been repeated the most. Yeah. Oh man. Oh gosh, that <laughs> we're on the threshold of hell is so funny to me <laughs> it's so good it's so good uh let's take a quick ad break and then we'll get back with the most athletic moment 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Okay. We're back. Uh, most athletic moment. This this category is tough when it's not a sports movie or not an Avengers movie where someone is just doing super cool stuff. But I think it's Clark not dying on that ladder. Yeah, that's pretty good. Actually, the core strength to like push it back across and save himself is pretty good. Um, let's see. Um, the SWAT guys rappelling down the roof. Yeah, not also not dying on the sled, but I don't know if that was, you know. Uh, most athletic would be however they got the tree out of the ground. Yeah, someone we, someone had some big boy strength. Yeah, we just didn't see that part. Um, Man, I would, if it wasn't like bad for the environment, I guess, or like maybe if like you're doing dead trees, but like that would be a sick like world strongest man or like pro bowl skills contest. It's just linemen pulling out trees. Like who can do that? That'd be sick. I'd watch that one of my like front gravel area that could come get because i think it's setting down roots but just, just call call alignment man that's a that's a million dollar idea business it's call alignment it's all former line it's all former linemen who like that should be the new college hunks moving junk or whatever like the movers like it, it needs to be let's like get, let's get gojo on the horns yeah we, yeah like, lineman he's got it there's gonna shit. be like a lineman network right like they all I, know each other I, assume. I think they have a i think they have a bat signal just like a thick guy, <laughs> thick guy bat signal. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. So I'll tell I'll tell this story on the podcast. This is where I could have used alignment today. So my neighbor, guy across the street, Clay, he's the best. Um, I can see his porch from my office window where I'm sitting right now. And he texts yeah. me, says, Hey man, is there a package on my porch? And I say, Yes. He said, is there any way he's like, can you keep an eye on it? Cause it's, you know, my son's Christmas presents. Don't want to get stolen. I'll be home in like two hours. I'm like, cool. Yeah, I can do that. I was like, do you just want me to bring it into my house? Cause like, he's right, brought in like <laughs> yeah, he's brought in packages for me before. And he's like, yeah, man, sure. And I go over and this package is a, uh, it's like a motorized, like, like, you know, uh, like little kid, like the Jeeps, like the motorized, like power wheels. Yeah. Yeah. You it's can't lift it. It's that. <laughs> And so, and it's big, it's very cumbersome. And so they now have a photo, a video of me from their ring camera that is me half lifting it going, oh shit, and then dropping it back down. 
and then and then walking it over across the street to my house so now i'm in the middle of the street i've got this thing kind of on my back wearing the same sweater that i'm wearing now it's like (laughs) slipping off my back i'm like falling off balance i know that anyone who's working from home is seeing me in the middle of the street drop this thing and then struggle bust my way to getting it back into my house it was i needed a lineman that's incredible i just i hope they went back and like watched it i i i kind of want to ask but i just i don't want to see it you should do it again like what mike did you ever see the footage where he fell off the treadmill at the the hotel gym i don't think i don't think i did i think i need to see the footage he got the footage from the hotel <laughs> falling off the treadmill. Yeah. To, to my neighbor's credit, he didn't know what it was. His wife had just told him that there was a package. And he yeah. said something. When I told him, I was like, I've got it in my house. And he's like, Good, thanks. You know, I'm glad like I don't want to have to worry for package thieves. And I was like, You would need an army of package thieves to fleece this thing <laughs> off your porch. <laughs> Yeah, it would have been funnier if you had to like text him back and be like, actually, you know what? I think it's, uh, I got a call and I think it's probably fine there. Okay, bye. (laughs) After you went over and tried to lift it though. (laughs) It was was so bad. Like I just, I was, it was like the Southwest commercial. Like I was in the middle of the street and this thing is like weighing down my back and it's just like want to get away. Uh, So anyways, that I needed alignment for that. We got, we got to pitch Mike that idea. I think that's a million dollar idea. Yes. Um, Lenny Harris Pin Shitter Award for Best Supporting Character. <laughs> Julia Louis Dreyfus. <laughs> I was gonna say the 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 question here is: Is Cousin Eddie in it too much? Yeah, probably. I would say yes. I I he's probably like your third lead. Yeah, I think the kids are fine. I think the most of the parents aren't really don't stand out enough. Like I think no Ray Cl- Clark's dad. Yeah, Clark's dad gets a chance to cook a little bit when he talks to Clark. Um, of, of the of the old Griswolds, it's Aunt Bethany and Uncle Lewis who who get the most shine. They're they're doing yeah. a lot of work on Christmas Eve, but I think it is Julie Louis Dreyfus. Mm-hmm. D- defend the villain. So the villain here, well, actually, is Clark Griswold the villain of this movie? <laughs> no, I think it goes that it's the business owner, right? Yeah. So. Also, he he's giving them that bonus to not be like. I think he knows he's getting out of the situation regardless. Like he's it seems like he's genuinely reached or realized the error of his ways. But he's like, let's do that. Plus 20 percent. If this was a bonus that you could put in a pool, that's a very that 20 percent is a very large number. Yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out, like, what we think. So we know that the down payment, whatever, was 7500 So, like, anyway, I don't even know. So I was yeah, like... Yeah, I don't think least- Clark... I don't think Clark pays stuff in cash. He's probably taking a very high-interest loan to put that pool in. Um, So we're probably, it's probably like, in the range of, like, 10000 12000 is what I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, it's the business person defense right where it's like trying to bottom line (laughs) make money for the shareholders (laughs) yeah he has that uh he has that quote uh i guess a healthy bottom line doesn't mean much if you have to hurt the ones you depend on and it's like yeah that's a great sentiment no business person ever in america says that anymore (laughs) (laughs) fuck my employees is more of the uh 
It's more the thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. The Peter Gallagher Award for the hottest person in this movie. It's Ellen. Beverly D'Angelo. It's, it's Ellen and by a mile. Beverly D'Angelo is cooking with, with gas okay. in this one. Also, what a shirt for Christmas Eve yes. dinner. Jacqueline <laughs> pointed that out as well, that the shirt and skirt combo. Yeah, she's, she's, I'm telling you, she's a babe. She's yeah. A babe in that. Yeah, she's, she's gorgeous. Yeah, like, she looks, she looks great. Um, yeah. I can't, I guess like Juliette Lewis was a minor in this movie, but Juliette Lewis later in, in her career, I've always enjoyed Juliette Lewis. Uh, she's very funny in the opener of old school as well. <laughs> Um, I think Julia Louis Dreyfus is pretty in this. Too. I do, yes, yeah, and Julia, yeah, it's she's all ladies in this one, folks. It's all, all ladies. ladies, all ladies. Not a lot of not a lot of guy work in this one. No, it's not. Sure. not Cousin Eddie, Randy Quaid, not doing it for you. Nope. <laughs> uh, okay, drinking game. Drinking. I I think anytime something breaks, anything catches on fire, anything fire explosions something in the house breaks yeah um just i think you like basically would like sip the entire movie (laughs) yeah because something something's always going wrong just like a slow lovely sip on your yeah chug the entire time that eddie is dumping out the shitter god so gross because it's like and i know that it's not actually poop like i get that but like it's like splashing back on his feet and stuff. Yeah. Where I'm just like, oh god, it's so gross. It looks, it looks like he's wearing like black dress shoes while he's doing it. I just, it's so gross. Um, I do love that it like glows green later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why would it be? Why would it be green? Um, yeah. Best time, worst time. This is one of those ones that anyone have a good time. Eddie has a good time the whole time. Eddie has Eddie Eddie has never had a bad time. No. Which like he's credit not- to Eddie. Credit Eddie. Life has has been tough on him. He's moved. He's had to sell his sell his house and all this land. He only kept fifty square feet for his worm farm or whatever he says. Uh, he's moved into an RV. Apparently has no money. Got fired from his job in an asbestos factory. Can't find a manager position anywhere. <laughs> Can't find anyone to let him be a leader of men, and he's. He's having a great, he's having a grand old time. He's loving dinner. Yeah. He, oh, he enjoyed the hell out of it, all the jello he ate. Yeah. Loving it. He got to kidnap someone. No, no. <laughs> Just casual kidnapping. Got away with it. Got to date, like Clark bought gifts for his family. Bought all of his dog food for the next like yeah. month. <laughs> so much dog food. I don't know why that makes me laugh. Oh my God. Um, I mean, worst time has to be Clark, right? I think it's the neighbors. Uh, they yeah, were, they have, I pointed out tonight. He got, yeah, at least he got a bonus at the end. Yeah, and he, and he, he has the satisfaction at the end. He says, I did it. Like, he thinks he gave his family this great Christmas. The neighbors were trying to have Roy Kent and Keeley's sexy Christmas. They had the little <laughs> martini glasses. Yeah. They were trying they were to do sexy Christmas. And it just got, yeah, they've got, now they have to hire lawyers. Like, well, and it looks like they're breaking up because yeah. um, Todd's a real pain in the ass. Um, she probably has, like, she's got probably going to get rabies shots, like, 
attacked by a squirrel and then a dog she doesn't know definitely getting rabies shots like that's a tough tough time for the neighbors most couples divorce over financial problems or children or something like that like this couple was broken up because of clark griswold that's tough that's not what you want uh the keith morrison dateline episode from this movie okay was a supposed to be a quiet christmas eve at the griswold house and suddenly everything went crazy fire mayhem explosions a kidnapping would they be able to get to the bottom of this and save the holiday tonight on dateline (laughs) well done well done and folks she right off the top of the head (laughs) i kind of like glaze over the eyes for a second and then reemerge as keith morrison keith Uh, morrison saying he kidnapped uh, him in his pajamas kidnapped him he's like then things would go off the rails (laughs) like i like doing obviously i like doing like the intro bits i love the into commercial break section where it's like just when the police thought they had it figured out would things turn on their head would anyone be arrested? Like, it's just, it's the best when they, like, then somebody came forward they never expected. His wife? Like, <laughs> it's just, it's the most fun thing in the world. I can't believe you guys let me keep doing this. <laughs> it's the best. Never, never getting rid of it. Although I've, I've said before, it is funny when you're not on an episode and we all just, like, yeah, everyone's like, like, what do we do now? Can't, can't do this. <laughs> um, okay, roster moves. Who is Airbud? Cousin Eddie. Cousin Eddie is Airbud. Is is just barking shitters full, and he's got the little tube between his paws. He's the he's the sales attendant at the underwear counter. <laughs> <laughs> and Clark's like scratching him behind the ears. He's like, Whoa. so Airbud is Clark is funny. Just trying to figure shit out. Airbud um, trying to put up Christmas lights on that ladder. What about Uncle Louie? <laughs> <laughs> Wearing a we duvet. Have, like we smoking have smoking, smoking Airbud. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, <laughs> the big chill. This is. I guess this, the conversation with his dad. Yeah, is, that's, that's like the emotional beat of the movie, but there's no chill in the. Yeah, this this is not that kind of movie. So then, before more restore prequel, sequel, or remake, we have gotten a sequel. The thing about Chevy Chase is like everyone hates him, but if there was a Christmas Vacation two or another Christmas Vacation that came out with Chevy Chase and it was like on Netflix tomorrow. I would probably watch it. I would probably I would be in on a movie. The thing with this a movie like this is that if you took like Chevy Chase, if you took this IP and he was going to do it and Beverly D'Angelo who was going to do it, which I looked and she is now 72 years old. But if they were going to do it and someone like and then you packed it with with like really talented funny people, I feel like it probably works. I feel like it's probably uh, funny. Cuz otherwise like here's the thing I don't want cuz the other one that I actually the only the one that I've seen the most when it comes to like quote unquote National Lampoon is probably Van Wilder. Yes, that was um, a staple. I've probably seen Animal House the most, but Oh yeah. Animal true. House is aged um, horrendously. <laughs> I don't even know how 
um van wilder's age so i haven't seen it in that long but um probably also badly but um but i'm i'm kind of team like i'm with you like if they found a way to do it funny where like they're the grandparents now and whatever um potentially i don't need a reboot of the same ip like no. i don't need people to be funny and make new comedies and like do other stuff but spend that money elsewhere yeah i don't need to have someone else reinvented as clark griswold yeah the, yeah it, i think when when chevy chase dies i think this character should die with him because it's it's an iconic character yeah um but, yeah i agree yeah, I, I would watch. I would watch a sequel or a reimagining though, as long as as long as he's in. But Caroline, we've we've knocked out our, our Christmas movie quota for the year. We do we do one a year. Maybe we'll do something else. But uh, where can the people follow you? You can find me at CW Darney. Um, funny story. My cousin texted me, and she was like, and she lives in the South. She's in Alabama. She's like one of my coworkers follows you on Twitter. He's a UVA fan. <laughs> and the, I'm only telling this story not to be like, oh, people follow me. But because she goes, and then he said, she really seems to like MCU and dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, nailed it. <laughs> Got the, that's the resume. UVA, that's- <laughs> MCU, dogs. 10 out of 10. No notes. So if you like those things or any of those things, at CW Darney on Twitter, uh, same on Instagram, and uh, actually same on TikTok, where I think I might start doing some of the puppy content. You should. I have I been the laziest oh, and- on TikTok and have not posted <laughs> anything in a while. DIY content is still coming. It's not dead. The dream is not dead. It's just been paused because I've been very, very busy. Um, and so the rug that I ordered for the office is here. Oh. The new green chair that i've ordered for the office is here um the shelves are here now the mixed tiles are here so i can like hang so it's like pieces are in place i just have to find the actual physical time where i'm not way too tired to like get up off the sofa and like actually go do it so i'm excited i'm excited to see yeah i am gonna paint a chair i got some like nice black paint to do uh um, you know diy and ikea little, little whatever upgrade thing they call it so yeah um all sorts of dog and puppy content and uh, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Exciting. Exciting. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. If you want to support the show and if you want to get in on future live watches, vote on movies for this show to cover, you can join the Patreon. We will be back with something next week. And then the next week after that is Christmas. So we will have nothing for you. Got nothing for you, Cap, on Christmas. And then, uh, so... Hope everyone has a happy holidays if you don't listen to next week's, and we'll catch you in two weeks. Thanks for listening. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. 
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.